three, two, one. Hey guys, welcome to Get a Life Podcast Kunai. All right, I'm back again. Oh, I Kevin wasn't here. What? Do I, did did I miss anything? Me starting the podcast. I thought you were here already. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Okay. I'm here. Hey, wow. Get a Life Podcast Kunai, take two. Hey guys, welcome to Get a Life Podcast Kunai. I'm Tyson Matsuki, joined by Bish Loves Mish. Hello, and welcome to summer. That was a free reference. But we already welcome our audience to summer. I know. I didn't like that intro, Tyson, to be honest. I'll, I'll be the first one to say it. It sounded really cheesy. It sounded cheesy, but... And I'm that, lactose it, but, intolerant, but that was so it hurt point. me inside. I thought we agreed to, like, crush Tyson's dreams yeah. at a later point in the episode, though. But we have to start from the beginning. You know, you break his ankles first, and then you work your way <laughs> to the legs. I love, I love how, like, Bishus has Tyson's, like, kidnapping all planned out. Yeah. Um, that's, what, that's what I'm going to do when he, comes to, when he comes to the UK um, I'm going to kidnap him in a Royal Mail van and I know which van I'm going to use um, lure him in with um, Naoto posters am I right? yeah, yeah I'm going to lure him in I'll be like you know, not, not candy just Naoto no, posters n- uh, Naoto posters Naruto posters if he wants as well um, Tsugumi all of that stuff even Mio-chan I'll be like hey Tyson um, I got these special figurines for you get in the van Tyson would gladly get in the van, and then we just hang out all day. Tyson, leave this in. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a, a small sample of what the Get A Life Podcast Kunai is, where the creator of the podcast is just mean to everyone, including I'm not me. Mean. I'm not mean, Tyson. I'm just very, very nice. You just don't understand. I think this would be a good point, um, point in the podcast to mention that... Uh, Get a Life Podcast LLC does not cover any um, it's not, it's, physical no, no, or no, mental it's brain not, it's damage. It's not an LLC. It's, we're not coming. That is endured by any people listening to this episode or any episode of Get a Life Podcast, for that matter. We will not cover your, um, you know, psychiatry sessions. Sorry, no, like, that, so if, if that's you why you have scarred, insurance. Yeah. Wow. We're too dumb to be doctors. Go to your go to a real doctor. Or you can, or you can talk to me about it. Continuing with the introductions, we have Kevin Chow on the other side. Wait, did you call me just Kevin? But okay. No, it's Kevin Shaw. Shaw. Oh my god. I never told you guys to mention my last name, but okay. Sure. Fine. No, we said it last time. Uh, we Shaw. said it last time too. Remember? Kevin Shaw. <sighs> okay, well, yeah, Shaw, 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 Kevin. Shaw, 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 Shaw. And we also have a new member coming into these craziness that we call Get a Life Podcast. Good night, guys, Joe. Joe yeah. God bless America. America, fuck yeah. America isn't the only country in the world. You do know that. What are you talking about? America is the only country that exists. Yeah, everyone loves America for some reason. I, I'm, I'm all right with it. Now it's like Commonwealth versus America. Because there's like Puerto Rico and America versus Canada and... Kevin, I think we need to stick together. You know, we both have the queen on our money. We should stick together. I, I guess. So, so it's going to be Bish and Kevin versus Joe and Tyson? What the hell? Yeah. You and your White House. That we burned down at some point. No, we won't do that. So like I was saying, uh, uh, we, we have a new member. He already said his hellos. And today we're going to cover Damachi, which is short for Is It Wrong? To try to pick up girls in the dungeon, or for the more educated people out there, I had the name somewhere around here. Okay, Dungeon ni Dei Omotomeru Noa Mashigate Iru Daruka. That did not sound Japanese at all, but I like it. 
it, it it didn't need to sound Japanese. But <laughs> it it kind of sounded like Vietnamese, and I was like, I was gonna say, oh no, no, no don't no, make the joke, no, don't no. make that joke, bitch, right. don't, don't man. I have to say that the English name for this anime is possibly the worst translation I've ever seen for an anime name. This is why people think that anime watchers are all creeps. Because when you name your your show, is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? It sounds very sexual. I know. Especially when I was put off by it, I was like, "Is this is this a no, hentai?" Imagine if um you're not a gamer and you don't know what a dungeon is. You think of the other type of dungeon, you know? Yeah, it, it, it makes like zero sense. <laughs> no, and it and it kind of for me it had the effect of uh, the first show that we did. The first discussion show that we did, which was uh, Heneko, the hentai, yeah, the hentai, hentai prince, prince and the stony cat, cat, which also had kind of like that effect. Like, what? Am I, what am I getting into? Like, but I, no, I, this I, sounds I pretty mean? rapey. No, that's the thing. This one sounds really rapey, and I, I feel I felt uncomfortable at the beginning because it was like I was trying to fathom why are people watching this? What is this about? Is it is it legit about picking up girls? And, and there was no, let's let's be honest here. There is no picking up girls in any dungeons, and that's false advertising. Just saying. I mean, there were girls picked up, but it wasn't made, done in the dungeon. I thought there was so. someone that was gonna like flirt with girls in a dungeon and say, "Hey, how you doing, baby?" Just casually in a dungeon, but that doesn't happen. Casually in a dungeon. Casually. Thankfully, you know, Bell when, when I want to pick up girls, I go to a dungeon. Um, I thought many normal people just pick up girls in a bar or something. Yeah, but you know, sometimes the bar is a dungeon. Just isn't is enough. The, the bar is the dungeon exactly. When you're drunk enough, anything is a dungeon. Bell did pick up a girl before throwing her across the floor. Yeah. But everybody on the internet calls this anime Dammashi, and so we're going to do the same. Yeah. And before we get into the disclaimer, there is something that I should have mentioned in the last episode, but I'm going to mention it now. We are officially a year old. Like, the first episode that we put out was the... No, but but there was an interview before that, which was done in June. So technically, yeah, it was it was the interview with uh, Nishimoto-san and Kurosan at uh, MCM Expo. That was last yeah, year. Yeah. So uh, so technically, this podcast is a year old. So happy birthday to us! Um, you can also check all of those episodes in the Stitcher or the iTunes page for Get a Life Podcast mm-hmm. Kunai. And you can also send me a cake at Get a Life Podcast Kun or G L A P Kunai. You can send us a cake, a virtual cake, a virtual yeah. cake. Mm-hmm. All right, so with that out of the way, disclaimer, please. So yeah, get well, get live podcast kunai, as you guys already know, is a podcast within the Get Live Podcast group, and it's an anime podcast. We don't talk about any sort of manga or any sort of light novels uh, for the animes that are based off one. And yeah, we go from a monthly kind of rotation where we kind of talk about you guys' suggestions, our suggestions, and just discuss them on this podcast. And yeah, that's pretty much it. We can be found on Stitcher and the iTunes as well. So you can find us on Stitcher and iTunes, whether you have an iPhone or Android tablet or whatever you have, you can find us and there is no excuse. Tweet us your suggestions at GALP Kunai and we ask that the suggestions have at most 30 episodes. Mm-hmm. Anything longer than that, you know, we're not going to do because we've got lives to attend to. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. You forgot the sunglasses. You have sunglasses on? I right do. Now? But oh. yeah! I, I don't know. 
I don't think anyone watches CSI Miami anymore, Tyson. I think that's uh... people don't have to watch it to know that as a popular meme on the internet. That's what upsets me nowadays. It's like TV shows and stuff that were from my generation are now being used as memes, and people don't necessarily understand what it is. I'm not sure if I show Kevin or Joe. Like I'm sure you're、tape. some sort of hardcore CSI fan, you know. Like... No, but the thing about the show is that it has a meme. Do you remember the toothbrush part in the in the beginning? That's a meme. It's the new Carol Massing or something like that. Whatever. Okay, so is it wrong to try to pick up girls in a dungeon? Is I think it is. Off... I think it is wrong to do that. Is it wrong to try to pick up girls in a dungeon or dumb machine? Is based off a light novel published in 2013, which is still ongoing, and it's produced by animation studio Jaycee Stuff. Yeah. The story around dumb machine is that of Bell Cranel, a pretty young adventurer on the fictional world of Arario. That, as the Name of the anime suggests he's looking to pick up girls in the dungeon, not like power, money, or fame. He just wants to find girls and possibly in the dungeon. So, with that out of the way, let's get into initial impressions. Although we pretty much covered the name, but like when you went into this show, what did you thought?、Uh, can I start first? Yes. Yeah. All right. So the first thing, obviously, when you see in these kind of animes is The intro, and I found the intro really, really upbeat and happy, and I was like, "This doesn't really match the anime at hand." Are you talking you about see, the? Are you talking about intro the intro music, the, the opening? Oh,、uh, um, okay, because it doesn't start with the intro music yeah, on the first episode. I I know, but you you know what I mean. Like that's one thing that I kind of picked up on. Like I'm not be I'm not a big fan of the intro or the outro music. That's one thing that I've written down. Kind of first. Thing when I saw it, I I could tell it's a JC staff anime, and I was pretty excited. I was like, "Oh my god, yes!" Remember, guys, Bish ships himself with JC staff. I do. I ship myself with JC staff, and if I if I go to JC staff, I would pretty much fangirl everywhere. Do we get naked in front of their offices? And no, just be I like, wouldn't do、JC、that. JC staff, take me, take me as your wife. My body is ready. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that. That's kind of creepy, especially in Japan. Like, <laughs> Maybe people like that in Japan. I don't know, but the thing is, I knew nothing about this anime. All I knew was I saw some stuff Yusta were posting on Twitter, and it was a lot of Hestia stuff. And I was like, "Oh my fucking god! I don't want to see another Hestia again." Why? Whether that's cosplay or why? I was sick of it. I was like, "Who the hell well, is Hestia?" No, but do you not want to see it because Hestia, or just because you you've seen it so much? No, I've seen it so much, like、oh, okay. way before, like way before even watching this anime. I saw lots of pictures of Hestia, and I'm like, "What the hell?" And a lot of them were hentai as well. Like people would post that on Twitter, and not even put the NF and、uh, not say for work tag on it, and my Twitter would just show it. And I'm like, "No, I don't want to see this." And then another thing was, I read a couple of articles in the BBC, in the BBC, and the Daily Mail, <laughs> and they were talking about this new、uh, thing craze going on in Japan, where people have this ribbon and they tie it around their chest, and it's like, whatever happened to bras? Like that's one thing, but it, it's kind of annoying. And then a lot of people were saying, "Oh man, look at look at this anime! It's pretty much changing society in such a way." And I'm like, "This is Western media." Bullshit, basically. It's American media in a nutshell. Yeah, it, it it really upset me, and I was like, okay. When Tyson suggested this, I was watching it as it was simulcast, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna watch it. You know, if the Western media thinks it's a bad thing, then I might as well go watch it and probably enjoy it. And I did. 
from the first episode, it was really great. You got to, you were introduced to characters, mainly Hestia and uh, Belle. And obviously, Hestia is one of the cutest characters I've seen in this anime so far. And I think she's, initially, she was the reason that I continued watching. Because I kind of felt that it was kind of, uh, meh. Especially when he starts off and they had to build the story with his grandfather telling him about this this kind of underdog story. It kind of felt boring to me and I, I didn't want to get invested in it. Really? No, I didn't want to. It was just like, oh my god, this is just like every other, this is like every other dungeon anime. And that's how I felt. And then I saw Hestia and I was like... There's other dungeon anime? Th- there is. Yeah. Sword Art online. And There's um, Log Horizon, I believe. Which is also intentional. Another anime that was done by JC staff, you know, and I, I saw a lot of similarities, but I'll talk about that later. Another thing I noticed is that there's, off the bat, I realized there was a lot of great voice acting within this animation. Anyway, um, I'll pass the mic on to someone else. Let's give it to Joe. What do you think? First impressions. Right, I'll be honest. When I was looking through the, um, the list, like a list of all the shows coming in the spring season, I kind of label, like, you know how there's all, like, the bad ones mixed up with the good ones? It's like, I, I labeled that show, as, I labeled Danachi as, like, a bad show. <laughs> because, like, I'm like, I don't know, it looks interesting, but, like, it kind of looked like something, like, that was, looked like something on a low budget, to be honest. Low budget? Come on, this is JC stuff. You're never going to get low budget. Come on. Okay, here's the thing. I'm not really knowledgeable with that kind of stuff. I just see a show and I'm like, oh, this looks interesting. I'll watch it. Mm, okay. And then, like, and then I see all these pictures of Hestia, and I'm like, I'm like, maybe I'll actually watch the show. <laughs> wait, wait, does everybody watch? Okay, people listening, you have two reasons, and two reasons only, to watch this anime. One on the left, one on the right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, that's that's the impression I'm getting off of you. Like, I no, mean, I, I, you were I'm like, not... you were both like, oh, I watched oh, this because. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Um, can I say something? I mentioned something before. Wait, wait. You know when I said it's really similar to Sword Art? Mm-hmm. Do you know who the main character Bell, his voice actor is? I mean, yes, the guy who voices the he's main Kirito. character. In... He's Kirito from Sword Art. I recognize his name, and I'm like, okay. And he's also in a, a Sakura Saw. And he's the main character also in a sort. He's he's pretty much the guy that's in every JC staff anime. So he's like that's Troy he Baker is. or Nolan North. He's Soma in Food Wars. He's Soma in Food Wars? Yes. Oh my gosh. He's in every JC staff anime, which is kind of weird. Well, I suppose he's like Troy Baker or Nolan North in, the, in and this he's, side. He's like... in, guess what else he's in? Another JC staff anime. He's in Oremo. Oh. He's in everything. He's in everything. Do you know the name of the guy? He's in Shirobako. What? Yes. What character? He's in Denki Guy. Hear that, Kevin? He's in the sh- he's in the show that you've wanted to watch for so long. He's in everything. This is kind of unbelievable. His name is Yoshi. No, Yoshi. Oh, shit. His name. His surname is Matsuoka, and his first name is not Rin. You were putting my hopes up. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> his name is Rin Matsuoka. You you tore me so. <laughs> he's really young though. He's about twenty eight years old. Oh, Yoshi Sugu Matsuoka. Oh. Yeah. I, I forgot that I had it here. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. So, Joe, continue. So, like, I saw all these pictures, and then I'm like, you know what, I'll check this out. And then I saw the first episode, and I was actually impressed. I was like, it's actually, like, this is actually really interesting, and, like, I want to watch more. So then I watched the next episode, and then, like, and then, like, I just got into it. 
and like and then like so, like I took a break because like I was busy with like a bunch of stuff, and then like after that like it just got really addicting. I was binging it and like I couldn't stop watching it because it's like it was so interesting. And then like at that point, it's like I didn't really watch it for Hestia, like not just Hestia. I watched it because like the show like actually got my interest. I see, I see, Kevin. All right, so I think my first impressions are kind of like the opposite of Dishes, because I'm kind of like Joe, where I start off this anime with you know, some pretty good impressions. I didn't watch any um, of the other dungeon anime, so I'm not too familiar with this genre, so I thought it was a pretty interesting uh, premise, right? But as um, the show went on, I kind of peaked towards the middle, and then gradually as I watched it more and more, I just slowly lost interest. I it felt it was starting to be a drag mm. for reasons I'll get into later. But yeah, um, surprisingly, I didn't watch it for Estia, even though there was there's a whole discussion about that. I found that you know just the the concept of this IRL dungeon thing was pretty cool. But later on, as the anime progresses, I, I think that the flaws become ever more apparent, and that just that started building up for me later on and like I found that just the the characters and just they all seemed kind of generic and cliche in some way mm-hmm. which was just kind of too familiar for me there were some pacing issues I found especially with the way how they they dealt with some of the characters and there was some patchy logic later on towards the end which kind of killed my uh, my impressions of this anime. So I started off nice and strong. I had lots of hopes for the characters and th- the stories seemed quite interesting. But towards the end, like I said, kind of died down. Mm, I see. So I'm going to join Bish and Joe in saying that it was practically Hestia that brought me into the show because... What a pervert, Tyson. No, I'm not. Come on. <laughs> Am I the only one who actually watches anime for the plot? <laughs> well, if you if would you consider Hestia's tits their plot, so yes, Hestia brings the plot here, and it brought you in. It brought you in, Kevin. No, they're just so big that they, they, they literally dragged you into the anime. <laughs> like a gravitational pull, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Oh. Is that the point? If Hestia was in the video game and it was a team ninja game you could use the left don't, and right stick to say that no don't say that no they, they not because they I have, do i have a good relationship with tech mccoy well it will take it well tech mccoy if you're listening this is not related in any way to the main get a light podcast it, this is kunai this know. is completely different but no i to be honest like they could if they're developing a game tit figure tit tit bleh, tit physics <laughs> will be amazing <laughs> My, my uh, brain was saying, bitch, don't say that. Don't say it at all. Don't say tip oh, physics. I forgot to mention, and you said um, it three times. I did. And I started and I was like, oh man, my body really wants to say it. But my mind's saying... So you get a mixtape out of that. Jason, you come back and Don't do that. Like some sort of like mixtape. You guys are... Shut up. Drop it. Tip physics. You know what? Kevin, you're fired, all right? Get out of the call, Kevin. Get out of the call, Kevin. Making fun of my tip physics. Hey, it's Tyson's fault for bringing it up, okay? I'm, I'm just an innocent victim. All right, continue. So, I was seeing all these posts on Twitter. All, um, so, it's, some, some people on Twitter also tweeting about Hestia, and I'm like, what is this show about? To the point in which I thought that the show was called Hestia. And I'm like, what? <laughs> 
that's the only thing that matters on the show. Let's be honest, guys. You know, like I legit look up on Crunchyroll. I put up, I put Hestia, (laughs) thinking that was the name of the show, and of course I didn't find it. But yeah, it was mainly my desire of just finding out just what people are talking about. Like, who is this Hestia person? And that's what brought me to Don Machi. I pretty much watched it simulcasted. Like, it, it, it finished recently after this recording. So, at first, it was kind of like... It was confusing because gods as humans is a concept that I can't quite put my head around it. But I, but, but it wasn't anything that, that made me just want to drop the show. Although, at points, when I saw Hestia and I'm like... Oh my god, this is gonna be one of those animes in which they overplayed their huge boob joke. Mm-hmm. And surprisingly, it didn't. What? You you think it didn't? I think it did. They did a bit of it at the beginning, I think, and they just didn't mention it afterwards. There were gags about Hestia's big boobs. No, but I think that I think the jiggle physics says that enough. No, but And it- the fact that every time Belkin falls on something, he's always falling into someone's tits. But then that's that can be said for like all anime though. True, it's not... but it's just like it's overplayed in this anime, and I'm like, yeah, tits are not no, funny. I don't, think, I don't, I don't really think that. It's not like um, you have to admit though, because the, that there are no, because, no, no, because the issue I kind of had with this was kind of similar to Haganai when I saw Senna and a big boost, and I'm like, oh my god, this is these are gonna be overplay, right? But I mean. You can say anything about the jiggle physics, but it's not like they were being used as a gag. And... But what were they being used for? No, but I I think that they were being used as a gag, but not as ex- not like vote like you know explicitly being told as jokes because they're always this anime. Although it's not mainly etchy, there are some etchy elements into it. If you didn't notice, um, there are some lots of shots that started off with them either zooming in or zooming out from someone's tits. Yeah. Okay, or like moments where like um, Hestia would be hugging Belle, and then there'd be like a shot of her tits. I agree. Yeah, but 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 at least to me, it didn't feel to the extent that it was overplayed because there but there are points in which okay, boobs are used as gags and the joke just falls flat. And I think at this point, I watch an amount of anime that I kind of made the relation big boobs equals gag, and it's not funny to me anymore. I don't care if. X or Y show uses this gag in a different manner. It's just it's just not 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 funny. And what, what if Free used it? No, but Free has abs, so that's a, that's a yeah. But what if with, what um... if what if you know Makoto in college? You know, college student. He's gonna eat junk food all the time. He goes out of shape because he doesn't swim anymore, and he just gets oh man boobs. Please, bish, bish, I you you had to go there. Damn I did. It. <laughs> I did Damn not. Get, I, I did not need that mental image in my mind, Beige. Well, you know, Makoto is now. He got man tits, and he has to work out. It's fine, Makoto. Me and you. Oh my god, no! You made me think know? of those those fucking fan arts where they draw the characters, but like really obese. God, I don't. Damn it. I don't understand what is oh. the point of that. They probably have a Hestia one. Let's check. No, no, no. We're doing We're doing a podcast, bitch. Get your fucking ass in here. I'm here. Don't worry. I'm here. Don't worry. Hestia. While well, we talk about Hestia, though, I have to say, flat is justice. <laughs> this is this is one thing I wanted to say in regards to Hestia. She could have. She's a great character, and I think if she was flat chested, she still would have worked as a great character. Hang on, guys. Guys, I think I think Joe wants. 
someone to notice him. Let's let's give him some Senpai space. noticed me. <laughs> like all the boob jokes. It's like it was really like short and subtle. Like at the point where it's kind of like you can notice it, but at the same time, like if you aren't paying attention, and like it just goes by. So like it happens a lot, but like it's, like there's some times where it's like you can actually notice it, but like there are other times where it's just, like small and subtle. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I wouldn't say like I definitely agree with Tyson and you that I mean it's not it's not bad to the point where it's annoying, but it still happened enough that I went okay. This is like the fifth time that they've zoomed in on her chest. Where it's like noticeable, it's 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 noticeable, but not quite enough to be annoying. That's how I'd put it. I just put in the chat now. I just typed in Hestia obese into Google, and <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Um, speaking what? of jiggle physics, what the fuck? What is this? Okay, what is I, this? I'll just, no, no, no. I'm just no, pointing no, this out no, there. No. It's, I don't understand what is the obsession no. with this because I see it with everything. Fetish. Do you have a bloat fetish, bitch? Huh? Do you have a bloat fetish? What? You're having a beef fetish? You know, I like all people. Everyone. I'm not... Don't I think we should just rename this episode Gelp Kunai Hestia because Hestia, yeah, that's, that's all we're fucking talking about. Let's be honest. We're okay. just talking I about think, Hestia. You know I think we should do? Let's physics. stop talking about Hestia and let's talk about the other stuff within the anime, like story. So the story is pretty much Hestia. No. Um, what the story is about, from what I gather... Is that, you know, it's about adventurers and they have to go into this dungeon, obviously, to survive and get money and get treasure and stuff. And, you know, and everyone's living in this town together. Not everyone's a, an adventurer. Some people own a pub or work in a pub or they work in the bank like that elf elf girl. I forgot her name. She's hot. Elf girl. Elf girl. <sighs> the elf one. And there's Seer and then there's Ryu. The one that works specifically in the bank. I think it's Aina. I think it's yeah, her. she's cool. But you know what? What what I loved about it was that you know she's really like, oh, Belkun, you have to do this and this and this certain way. And then that episode when they go and buy the swords and the armor, she's not wearing her uniform. They're like, oh my god, she has no glasses. Amazing. I don't know. She's like, whoa. And it was very exciting for me. But I think that was like the only time you saw her in the whole anime. Wait, who again? The girl, the elf, Aina. the elf girl in the bank. Aina, Aina. She she gets like minor kind of appearances and episodes. Oh, Aina. Aina, yeah. No, she she appears. She appears, later yeah, on, but it's not like she had this whole episode for her basically, and she was pretty much main focus. And then that was it. That was it. That's all we saw. And then she was like, she just returned to the bank as a side character. So we mainly mainly saw her in the beginning, and then towards the end, we just don't see her at all. It's upsetting. Which will bow me to m my issues with the pacing later on. Um, another thing that I wanted to mention was that the animation style is amazing. And I say this not just because I'm a JC Star fan, but it's something I'm used to. And I mentioned before that Sword Art is JC Star. If it's not, uh, Sword Art is actually um, A1, I think. Sorry about that. But what I'm saying is that it, it looks very similar to other animes that I've seen. In terms of, you know, you've got Belkun and his cute face. He's got obviously Hestia and other characters. Belkin at all, he doesn't really look angry unless he's fighting. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, he has like that really easygoing personality, and then like he gets aggressive when like he needs to. Yeah, he kind of he. I don't want to sound creepy here, but he kind of reminds me of Kevin. What? what? Wait, what? Be Belkin <laughs> reminds me of Kevin, and the reason I say this is because Kevin is really chill. But if you piss off Kevin, he will go in and kill Minotaurs with his firebolt. So, so we control Kevin in the dungeon. Wait, hang on. So just just sum things up now. I'm Nagisa yes. and 
I'm Bell now. Yes. You're Bell and Nagisa. Okay. And I'm, you know, another thing is I'm upset. They're talking about gods and goddesses. We didn't see Mugi-chan or Nagisa. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Of course. And I would be. It should be Senna. Would, uh, no. It should be Senna. You would be part of. You would be part of Senna's familia if all you want. <laughs> all but the I'm fucking way. All the way. I'm with Mugi. You know I'm with Team Mugi Chan. Mugi Mugi familia. There should be like a spinoff of um Denmachi. You know how like on on Twitter there's, there's always like hashtag Team Hestia and Team whatever. There should be Danmachi. But instead of gods and goddesses, it's just everyone's favorite ship or everyone's favorite girl. Yeah, I think so. Uh, we we can do that right now, guys. <laughs> Tweet to us. Tell us who you think your familiar would be. Let's just ask JC staff to make an anime about that. Yeah, we could, but actually, no. I would have to go to JC staff and beg them and say, "Oh my god, please! I'm your biggest fan." And then just they never let me in the building, and they're like, "Who's this crazy guy outside the building? Arrest him!" Familia Lily was part of. Wait, what? Because she was a part, she was part of familia, familia that like got all poor, which is the reason why she was like betrayed Bell and stuff. Oh, uh, Lily, she was part of the familiar that the Soma... I think it was Lo- it, Loki, right? No, Lo- it, she, Loki familiar? she no? was from the Soma familiar, which worshipped wine. They had no god. Yes. So what it was, was they, they collected money just to make the perfect wine. And the thing but, is, but there is a god of wine, isn't it? Uh, in, I don't know in which, in which mythology. There but... is in, in a certain mythology. However, Dionysus. it's not stated that there is a god. It was stated, I think Loki was the one that said this. Loki said they worship wine and they spend all their money brewing this wine. Well, there was like a special name for the wine. And like they said, like, it's, the... it's called Soma. The, the wine's called Soma. Yeah. Like they spend all on it because like they really wanted it it was really addicting and ended up getting poor mm-hmm. and they get they end up getting poor and then they end up screwing other people over just so they can have the chance to drink this wine so basically they're a bunch of alcoholics which is you know I don't know I don't know how this anime kind of deals with that probably they weren't trying to deal with it in a it wasn't a very big theme no it wasn't a big theme at all and I feel it was kind of hmm, it was kind of underplayed it was just there I think to Put emphasis on the fact that, like, Lily came came from a very a bad, um, a bad, you know, familiar. But the thing is, what annoyed me was was the fact that it kind of reminded me, you know, from Free. You know how Sosuke is. You pretty much have one character in Free that t- just to tell you that Sosuke's arm is um, damaged. It's kind of like that. This, the Soma familiar is just that that one guy. That's pretty much what it is. It's just a plot device. Yeah, it's a, it's a really more. bad plot device. It probably was in the in the light novel as well, but you mean like they were there for the sake of like kind of like putting that kind of plot in? They uh, that's what I think, um, Joe. I think that they were there just for the sake of being there, just so they can give Lily a fleshed out backstory. Uh, but yeah, can we can we start talking about characters now? Because Lily is some 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 somebody that I want yeah, to talk sure. about. Yeah, sure. I think. Um, what do you want to specifically talk about characters? Well, just I don't know all your favorite characters, what you thought of them, the, the way they were developed and stuff. Just I think character yeah. development in this anime was really good, because there's not many characters to focus on. Mm-hmm. The the main cast was quite like the main cast was quite small for a while, especially uh, before they introduced um wealth. Yeah, of course. It, they but the thing is they in- introduced wealth was a halfway through the anime, which I think was a good time. I, about three fourths thing. Yeah, like it, that. I think episode eight, I believe. <laughs> the exact same episode where uh, what's her name was introduced into Kaon. Asunyan. Sorry. I'm yeah, sorry. One character I want to talk about, like, you didn't appear much. Just want to talk about Bell's grandfather. <laughs> who just 
It's like romance. <laughs> Remember that one like, thing? Romance. <laughs> no, but why should fight out with Zeus though? It's like, damn, Zeus is a player. <laughs> He's a, he's a player. Well, you know, even even within mythology, he was. He probably had more gold than than Bell to uh, to actually pursue girls in a dungeon. The thing is, we don't actually see Zeus as a god, really. We just see him as this kind of adventurer guy, which I found it kind of blew my mind. The thing is that if you look at this with your knowledge of usual Greek mythology, it won't make sense. So you're gonna have to focus on the fiction of the show itself. Let and... me say, let me just say something. Within the show themselves, if you compare other characters and stuff that are are supposed to be related within mythology, they are also related within the show, like certain gods and goddesses. Meaning that this is canon. And let me explain what's going on. If Zeus is obviously spoilers, if Zeus is the grandfather of Bell, then that means Hestia. Is also related to Belle. Yeah, she's she'd be her aunt, a great aunt, which is really unbelievable because that's pretty much breaking a lot of people's ships right now. <laughs> Tyson's mainly. <laughs> Sorry about that, Tyson. I have other ships, you know. Guys, remember it. It's not incest. It's wincest. We'll we'll talk about ships later. But that was one thing that blew my mind, and the, that was when I just finished it. And I, Wait, did that break your ship? No, I didn't have any sort of ships like that. My main ships, I'll talk about later on. They have something to do with Lily. But, oh, oh. And okay. Lily and someone else, but I'm not going to say who until we talk about it. Another thing was I really like characters like Lily. Lily, yes, she did screw them over, but she had a reason and then she kind of redeemed herself. That's what I like when characters, they're bad to begin with, but then they redeem themselves. It's really endearing and it makes me trust Lily a lot more because she has this kind of, she's in debt in some sort of way to Belkin. And another thing I never understood, this is kind of a loophole, how the hell did she leave that familiar, the Soma familiar, and just join Hestia familiar? She didn't. She did. She joined the familiar. She went to see Hestia later, remember? Yeah, but... And they had that little quabble? She just stayed there for a bit. She didn't actually join or anything. She just, like, stayed... Like, she was... She's, like, Bell's supporter. It's, Mm -hmm. like, a contract. Are you sure she didn't... Wait, I want to make sure. I I was under the impression that she joined, yeah, but... I'll That's what I was under the impression of as well. No, because the supporter, they operate on their contract. It's not like they're bound by, uh, like, for instance, the supporter had to support the adventurers of the Pacific Familia, especially in her case. So, giving her role, she can do jobs for different adventurers of different familias. If you guys want to go into specifics, technically speaking, she could go to any familiar she wanted to because she wasn't blessed by a god because um soma does ah, not have a god wait, they worship the guys one. no wait. technically she is part of the hestia familiar ha ah, i knew it you see she is we are correct she is part of the hestia familiar because that that was the impression they were giving when she met hestia for the first time and they're talking about well i guess um, you can exp- i guess you can explain that because like when you think about it, she was kind of abandoned by her familiar because like everyone was like treating her brutally mm-hmm. like, exactly so like technically it doesn't like, it doesn't make sense but like, I see what you're trying to say. Um, another thing what I like about her is her character design. You know, she's she's, she's incredibly small, which is kind of mind blowing to me. Compare her to the other character. I forgot his name, the blacksmith. Uh, the uh, wealth. 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 Yeah, wealth. The thing is, he's she's like half his size. Unbelievable. And another thing, she has this massive backpack. And I said this before. Like I think that this backpack is filled with something it has to be filled with something like what does she fill it with 
You know what, Bish got me thinking. It reminds me of what's that one character from Donkey Guy with the yellow hat, the cute little yellow hat that loves taking pictures. I forgot pictures. her name, the Mushroom Girl. Yeah, she reminds me of her now. Now that I think That's, of it, because it's like that was the same thing I was gonna say right now. Because it's like her her backpack is like ten times her size, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> Just like the hat, and it and they look pretty similar as characters as well. Yeah, maybe her back or like prized possessions and stuff because like she kind of she like she was kind of like. It's like, yeah, like, she was part of, like, the Soma Familia, but, like, even still, like, she, she I think that's, like, her, like, trying all her stuff. Because I remember some scenes where, like, she dropped, like, she dropped, like, a bunch of books because her back to her. And, like, and, like, a bunch of other stuff, like, and I think, like, maybe she just stores, like, a bunch of her personal belongings. What, what if she's homeless? And that's all of her belongings. She, she, she is. She, she is, is homeless. And it's just filled with cheeseburgers and, you know, and Nutella. But and I thought stuff. that she was hauling all of the crystals they collected. That's what I thought was in the bag. I was, I was like, how the fuck is she carrying That doesn't make that? sense because they go to the bank for that and they exchange yeah, it. Yeah, no, but they have to redeem that after though. Like, I thought that she was carrying all of the crystals that they were gathering during the quest. And I was like, that shit must be Well, heavy. that was the case then. Like, would it be bigger and bigger as like the show went on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the you know, it's like XP, basically. Mm. Another thing I like about her is that she was so like bitchy at the beginning, and she didn't want to trust anyone, and then she opened her heart to Belle, and that's what I liked. Oh my gosh, that one scene where like she was like crying her eyes out—that was sad. Like that... that was the Minotaur scene when she was like someone she was begging the people from Loki Familia to save them, and he, the guy was like, "Fuck no." I mean, uh, that was one scene, but, like, there was, like, the other part where she, she like, she betrayed Belle, she ran away, and then she got betrayed by, like, well, she got attacked by some other guys, and, like, she was basically about to die. Episode 6, I believe. Yeah, like, the one where she was screaming, and then, like... And then oh, my God. Tra- Do you know how tall she is, by the way? Sorry for this disturbance. Guess how tall she is. Uh, three foot. Three, uh, three foot two. Tyson, you checked that on the wiki. Yes, because I'm trying to find out where... Tyson. Um, no, even, no, no, hear me out. I'm trying to find out where... Not, not where, when did she switch from the Soma to the Hestia Familia? And so far, I'm not she was anything. born. She was born into the Soma. Yes, but I'm, th- I'm trying That's to find out how died. did she switch. No, she and went, I'm she went, to think that it was the thing is she went to Hestia. You know that episode, and Hestia was like, "Do you want to join the Familia?" And she says, "Yes." He's clearly said in the anime, and she clearly joins the Familia. Then I can't remember. Uh, I'm sorry. Well, you should be sorry. Why are we talking about it again? Oh, yeah. We're so, talking about characters. And, and another... No, no, but like, we're talking about um, Lily in particular. What were we talking Lily, about? Lily, yeah. Yeah, we're talking about Lily. And another thing is, I just want to talk about the rest of my characters here that I've written here. I've already spoken about uh, my opinions on Belkin. He's a badass. He's a pimp. <laughs> and my theory is that any character with grey hair or white hair tends to be a pimp. It's true. Shout out to Yunarukami. Yeah, shout out Yunarukami. <laughs> and that, by theory, that means Aichan is also a pimp, but he'll grow into it. Um, Aichan, I love you. He's like young Yunarukami now that he, you think of he, it. Oh my god, yes, he he's Yunarukami and Chie's love child. He, he eventually moves to another town, and that's how. That's exactly how Persona Four starts. No, he's he's a love child between Chie and you, Yunarukami and Chie. That's their love child. Done. <laughs> I've just ruined this a lot for a lot of people, but it's fine. Other characters I liked, uh, I like Crosso or Wealth or Wilf or whatever his name is. Well, Wolf. He's kind of cool. Yeah, that's all I have to say about that. He's not. I don't think he's well developed enough. Yeah, I, I think he skipped on that. I I think didn't they say at some point that like oh he's like oh 
Belle, if you knew the truth about me, you wouldn't you wouldn't be so trusting of me. And they never explain why. They never explain why at all. And then and then obviously you know when they're saying he can do magic weapons, and he doesn't make a, he doesn't use a magic weapon until the last episode of the anime. And I'm like, he, I believe he said why. He said, he's, yeah, he said why. He, said like he, he didn't... explained why. Yeah, I understand that. But he explained, and that's what I like. He explained it, and he was like, you know, a lot of people really don't have faith in themselves and don't really use their own abilities, but they use the abilities of the magic weapon. And he's pretty much saying it's OP, which is true. And he and he he doesn't want to make weapons like that anymore, and he just wants to make weapons that normal people can use. I think it's also because like he's stating how people just wanted to use weapons for their own personal gain. They wanted to become famous and powerful and stuff. And that to him, you know, weapons that's all, that's not what weapons were supposed to be. They're supposed to be a part of you, right? Yeah, and that's completely true. To be honest, like. I just want to know why he was kicked out of the familiar. No, no, he wasn't kicked no, out. No, he wasn't really kicked out of the familiar, but he was... Frowned upon. He was kind of shunned. Yeah, he was frowned upon and... It's like he lost his power at some point. Yeah, that's something I no, don't understand. his family lost his power, but I think they just don't like him because he... I think he's like one of the first members in his family to get his power back, right? Because they said at some point his family lost the ability to make magical weapons. He can make magic weapons, but he's choosing not to. So he's kind of like dishonoring his family's traditions and that's why people were like oh screw him like he also he also has belts like if he could join him in the dungeon so he had like the ability to be a blacksmith again like he wanted like the role of blacksmith again because he lost all his powers i think hephaestus made an offer about that what did she give him again she gave him the magical weapon that he was in then right yeah he that he used on the last episode yeah that was that was kind of disappointing. I thought I was expecting more. I thought it was gonna be like a letter or something, telling him to come back or something. I actually thought that as well. But hey, Mephistius uh, makes weapons, so I guess her letter presentation are is a big ass sword, a magic ass sword, magic ass sword, <laughs> lance sword thing. Yeah. The one thing I never understood about this anime was that this is one thing I want to point out. Belkin uses the shittiest weapon. Let's be honest. If you're playing an RPG, or if you would you ever go for the knife class? A dagger? Yeah, I don't do like, that. The thing is, you would use it if you had like stealth abilities, right? Like in Dragon Age, where you can just go invisible and shit. Yeah, but he doesn't he have do that. any of that. Yeah, it's like why would you choose a a dagger over a longsword? Maybe he's on a budget, but the thing he's is, he's on a like, budget. Bullshit, because like Hestia could have asked for anything from Hephaestus, and she's like, yeah, I should well, not knife. Fair. Like the the knife grew with like the wielder, so it's yeah. But he he could, they could have made him a sword that does the same thing. Yeah, it didn't go in size. It just no. It it grew in terms of XP. But I'm saying that Hestia could have easily went up and and said, "Oh yeah, can you make him like a a chainsaw?" Or I'm over exaggerating, but like a. I think that would have been like too bloody. <laughs> just chainsawing through or the a dungeons. sword or something, no. or a sword and a shield, or a battle axe, or something like that. But. Obviously, these some of these weapons don't suit the character. First of all, and another thing is, if you gave him if you gave him a sword, then it will be really similar to sword art. I think I know why now. Maybe I'm analyzing a bit too much, but perhaps they chose a dagger at the beginning and made him stick with it because they're like, you know what, we want to portray Bell as initially weak character who isn't capable of much and show how he grows. So he's like, let's give him an underleveled weapon and just show that you know, despite. All the difficulties, he still manages to kick ass with, you know, with Dagger. But he's so, he's so OP. Unbelievably OP, and it's just like, oh man. With the Minotaur, like, he was ready to die. <laughs> he was, but then, and then randomly he was like, fire a bolt! The only ma- piece of magic he can do is just 
like a Hadouken from his hand. That's it. <laughs> I, I kind of feel that he's annoying sometimes. Yeah, especially when he screams, Fire Aborto! No, it's not like that. No, he uses it too much. Like, in, in games and stuff, don't you have an SP bar? Yeah. Like, I'm trying to think about it. Where does he get all this energy to, to just randomly do magic? And all these other people have to chant for magic. It's because he's the main character. Because the plot demands it. So there you go. So in a way, it's kind of like a shonen show in that on that regard. It is. It is. Like, I, I'll I'll say that he's a stereotypical... And then, then I expect... Rashengan! He's going to probably do that in like a future episode. He's like a stereotypical shonen character. That's why I, I feel... He, he reminds me of sometimes. Because he's just so and he, and he does annoying. the... Especially... He does the Rashengans as well, as far as for him. No, but it's like... When the Minotaur... He just acts overly kind to the point where his decisions sometimes seem completely illogical. It's like, you know what? I'm not going to let myself be saved because I don't want to be saved by eyes. I want to prove myself and risk my life for literally no reason. It's like, yeah, he's, you he's fucking idiot. About, like three times in the anime. He, he does that a lot in the show. Why is it shameful to just sit back and admit that, you know, maybe it's not risking your life over... He let, his, his, like, he let his he let his pride his... overcome him. That was something that was said. That could have gotten him killed. It's fine, but he would he would rather die fighting than be saved by someone that saved him before. And bear in mind, this woman is his crush. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know why he. That's why it kind of bothers me sometimes. It's like I like him as a character. He's kind and stuff, but sometimes he just makes completely irrational decisions due to his beliefs. He's just so into things. He's so like. You know, he's such a fervent believer and, you know, like, friendship and proving himself. Well, because it's because of his, like, childlike personality, because it's, like, remember when he, like, before he got Firebolt, he opened the book, and it's, like, and it's, like, and, like, he was facing, he's basically facing himself. And, like, he was, like, it's basically, like, what do you believe in and, like, what do you hate, what do you like and stuff like that. And then, like, they're, like, that's, it's, like, you're such a child. And he's, like, well, that's just who I am. So, like, I think it's just, like, his childlike personality. So, Joe, I, I just wanted to know, in terms of characters, who do you think is your favorite character in the anime? Uh, I really don't know what to say about that because, like, I really like a, I really like a lot of the characters here. I really liked, uh, well, someone I really liked was Ryu Leon because, like, I don't know, like, she was like, even though it didn't develop her as much as I wanted to, wanted to, like, they introduced her like this quiet worker at the tavern, and like when when like she saw somebody was in trouble, like she just like. So she basically kicked ass. And then when he talked about her backstory in one of the later episodes, it's like, I was actually really shocked. Like, her entire familia was killed, except her. And, like, she went out for revenge. She, like, killed off the entire familia. And it's like, I don't know. Like, she was really, like, such a badass. What about you, Kevin? Who do you think is your favorite character? Um, my favorite character. And we're not talking about best girls. We're just talking about favorite characters for the moment. We'll get to best girls later. Don't worry, guys. (laughs) Yeah. Um... I'm tempted to say Wealth. Even though he wasn't developed that much, I think that he, personality-wise, I just pointed my finger at him. He's like, that guy's a bro. He, he is a freaking trooper. I, I've noticed is that you, you tend to go for the bro-y characters, like Free, it was Sosuke, and then... Yeah, because, I mean... And then Yosuke. They're just likable, you know what I mean? Like, they're the kind of people... Are you secretly a bro? Oh, am I a bro? It's, it's... bro fist. Sorry. Um, but I find that these characters, they're just so likable because they put themselves before... Or, sorry, the group before themselves. And that's exactly what 
I think Welf did, especially in the later episodes. He he's willing to fight, put all his past gripes about you know magical weapons and stuff behind him. To and he, he did everything in his power to protect those around him, and I thought that was a really admirable trait about him. I also kind of liked um, Bell. I I do admit he was annoying at times, but his personality, you know, it's it's admirable. Despite everything that happened to him, he he forgave Lily, which I find is kind of stupid in a way, but at the same time, kind of admirable to be able to have the strength in you to forgive someone after all that. He's such a kind person that he's just a natural leader. So that's why I know all the girls in the anime are just like trying to go for him, and he's an inspiration for the rest of the cast. I don't think it has to do with his abilities as a leader and more around the fact that many girls in this town think he's cute. I don't think necessarily think that he's cute. There's yeah, the people at the tavern, they obviously they knew that he was cute, but at the same time I don't think Hestia thinks that. I don't think um it's more uh, about his abilities Lady thinks about. that either. Yeah, I think it's more about his abilities and his talent even for um Wallerstein or whatever her name is. Eyes. Eyes, yeah. Even for her, it wasn't it wasn't like, oh my god, he's so hot. It was oh my god, look at his skills. Technically it was because I saved Belle in the first episode. No, but she didn't save Belle because he, he looked nice. <laughs> he said he saved Belle because it was her familiar's fault that they let the Minotaur escape. But then how you explain the tavern scene? What do you mean the tavern scene? What happened? The tavern scene in episode one when the when the members of her familia or it's not her familia but the familia she belongs to were making fun of Belle and then she's she's all was that? Um I think it was followed by I um, I need to apologize. No, I think that no, I think that's just sympathy. I don't think it's like she didn't go like oh damn that guy's hot and start chasing after him. I think it's and she's like, like oh my god, I need to get my Starbucks and go after him. Like oh my god. No, it wasn't like that at all. It was, oh man, I feel so bad. And my family are chatting, chatting shit about him. No, but you just start noticing the signals, like in the later parts of the episode, eyes fell for Bill. Yeah, but not because of his appearance. Though. I think that she, clearly she fell for him because he was growing so fast. She states that, oh my God, you're, you're growing up so fast. You're leveling up so fast. This is, and throughout the anime, I have the impression that most discussions from started by outsiders regarding Bell is because he's like, whoa, he's literally the fastest leveling person in the history of Araria. And he broke Ai's record, yeah. So he done it in a month, or two months or something. Uh, two, two months. And she done it in a year to get to level two. I think that's why people were talking about him, because they were like, okay, how did he do this, right? It's not because, oh, he's so sexy with, you know, <laughs> silver hair. I don't know, I find it difficult to agree with that, but... Maybe I'll say something later. Agree to disagree? Agree to disagree. Tyson, I'm guessing your favorite character is Eyes. No, no, it's 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 Lily. Lily, it's Lily. Yeah, it's Lily. Oh! My, 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 my favorite character, and not necessarily best girl, All right. is Lily, definitely. There's really not much I can add, but hasn't already been said about why is Lily, at least to me, so likable. Maybe if Bish hadn't talked first about that i would have more food for thought but i pretty much agree with everything he has to say and just say that lily is my favorite character how about i give you some food for thought tyson okay all right so i might crush your dreams a bit here but i think that when she was initially introduced in the first few episodes after she was introduced 
I felt that she's kind of a bitch, but I I eventually warmed up to her. But the reason I say that she was a bitch when she was first introduced and why I think that Bell was kind of stupid to let her back into his team is because she they tell you that everybody in her life has mistreated her, has be beaten her, you know, has treated her horribly. And then comes along Bell, the only person who has ever treated her nicely in her entire life. And what does she do? She betrays him. And then she tries to go sell his knife. She doesn't get any money for it. And then, you know, the next time she's with him, she decides to steal it again and sell it, despite knowing that she's not going to get any money off of it. And Belle just decides to forgive her despite her putting his life at risk. I will admit that that scene when Lily betrayed Belle broke my heart. I really, I really did. But precisely when she started telling her life story to Belle is when I started to feel empathy for her. And I really liked that. And I guess in a way, with Belle being as dense as he is, especially towards women, I think what he did was admirable. Like forgive Lily and whatnot. Yeah, it took a lot of strength to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it takes a whole different strength to do that. I mean, I do agree, though, that later on she does, you know, develop a lot as a character. But I just feel that, you know, as the saying goes, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Right? And I felt that it would have been better if maybe she fooled him once, you know, and then they just get it over with and she joins a group. But the fact that she, she stabbed him in the back twice it was kind of like i was like wow that's a that's a dick move no matter how i look at it that was a dick move she needs that money at all costs you know that's yeah but the thing really is poor she needs to live she wanted to live her life and if it meant like constantly but the thing is she was bell gave half he she tried to sell it though the first time but let's be honest she, she was get getting anything. when she was working with bell she bell gave her half of what he earned why would she need to steal the dagger why couldn't she just pay it off you know like and she tried to sell it the first no, time. No, like, she wasn't trying to give Belle half, like, like, no, she was giving, she was splitting it all her split. It was all her that was splitting all the money, and she even admitted that, like, she was taking most of the pay. Mm hmm So, but why does she need to backstab him? That's why I don't get And, like, she stole the dagger the first time, right? And they show her trying to sell it. She doesn't get enough money. Do, but do you know why Lily, if Lily backstabbed? Bell because she saw him talking to someone who was after her and then when she realized that oh my god all adventurers are the same like they they only fend for themselves that's what happened and then it's like it wasn't just like a matter of taking the knife she she wanted Bell dead but still I, I find that I mean he didn't really do anything up to that point or after that point to prove that he was a bad person I mean she, he's only treated her with kindness but you know moving on from that I do think, like you said, Tyson and Joe, and well, everybody actually, that she does redeem herself because later on she does show that she genuinely cares about Belle, right? Especially when he's in danger. She's always the first, you know, with Hestia to be alarmed, to care about him. And she does everything in her power to protect him later on. And I think, you know, she redeems herself. Moving on swiftly from characters and whatnot, I really do want to talk about Obviously, we already spoke about sort of animation style and stuff. And I feel that with this anime, the music is all right, but it's not something I really noticed. I do have a gripe around the music. All right. I agree with you to a certain point. I hated the ending music because it didn't fit with the show at all. He, are you talking about the, the complete end? I'm talking about the ending. Like the ending music? 
Because like you like you're at this like big cliffhanger where like something huge just happened, and then you hear the cheery music. It's like it ruins the mood. It's like dee -dee 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 -dee. and you're like no. It happened quite a lot in free as well. Though I want to ask you guys about your thoughts on just let's exclude the opening, and the ending. What are your thoughts on the the soundtrack itself, the OST in the the anime? For me, the soundtrack was pretty bland. Yeah, I will agree with that. I feel that it, it, it was a dungeon anime and it should have had more thrilling and more exhilarating music. And I felt that it was just like, I didn't notice it at all. It sounded like, it sounded like you were using the same music as like every other show like I've watched. Mm, like, I was expecting more Tempest style stuff. Yeah. It wants like something like... Uh, Let's say I want some, like I want some like a sound nature classroom recently. Like they had like all these different all this different music, and like it was like really unique to that sp specific show. Like I feel like I've never heard anything like that before. And then like they go then they go to like Don watching. I'm like, eh, heard this before. I completely agree with you guys about the music being extremely generic. I literally did not notice it up until the very last episode. In the very last episode, I think they it's just a soundtrack that they used for that one fight with the Goliath was actually kind of decent. It wasn't great. It wasn't, you know, Attack on Titan or Blast of Tempest level great, but it was still enough to get, to set this mood, right, of this, this epic big battle. Well, let's be honest, even this big battle was a kind of shitty... It was a shitty ...Chinese battle. knockoff of a Titan. <laughs> That's what I think it was. Imagine buying a G.I. Joe and then it's, it's just a really cheap quality. It's pretty much what it is. I mean, I think everybody thought of Attack on Titan, though, when you were watching that, right? Can we, all, can we all agree on that? I did. I did. I'll be honest with you. I didn't even pay attention to it. I was, so, I was so into the episode, like, into the finale, because, like, so many things were happening. I didn't even, like, think about that. Maybe the guys who created the visual novel were just fans of Attack on Titan, because you think about it, there's a giant Goliath that drops from the ceiling, and they're firing cannons at it. That's why I was you know thinking... better? When Bell was charging up all that power into a sword, like, I wish he would Jumped yeah. up and slashed him. Dragon Ball Fleet! Or, or like, you know, um, when... What's her face? What's a, Who's a half-elf again? The lady? Um, Ryu? Yeah, Ryu. When she was, like, running up its arm and doing, like, super fast attacks and she's slicing at it, I was like, Mikasa, is that you? Yeah, that, that was insane. <laughs> no, like, it's like when all the mages did their attacks, that was, like, all on his head. Like, he was, like, exploding. Although, I felt that... You know that samurai girl? I have her name, right? Yamato. Yamato Mikoto. Yeah. What was the point of her um, super ability, though? She pinned the thing down for, like, two seconds. The thing what like... she was supposed to do was that gravity thing is that when she eventually closes her hand, it's supposed to crush it, but it, it didn't... Oh, so it was pointless, then. It's, it was supposed to kill then. it. She... But the thing is... Okay, I thought it was supposed to pin it down no, long it enough for someone to No, it wasn't supposed to. No, it was suppo she was supposed to squash it and compress it to the point that it well, that, dies. that was a fail. But the thing is, she wasn't powerful enough. But you know, that was a badass but, you know, ability. She tried. I, I think I, in, it took a lot of strength for her to even do that, and in the end, it failed. I think if she pulled it off, that would have been badass. Yeah, like it looked like she, like she was like condensing him to like a box and like lowering him to the ground. It's like it was, it was pretty, it was pretty insane. Like, I didn't know she had that kind of power. And then like, too bad it failed. Like imagine like the op that would be like the opening for the final attack, like holding him down. It's just like Bell, do this now. And it's like just that's like... what I thought. But or it's then like she the spirit bomb, like kind of like share your energy with me. Like that's what I kind of felt like. Yeah, it, it, it felt like a Dragon Ball Z moment. Ah, spirit bombs for healing. Like this is how this is what I fe felt during that scene. I was like, 
At, at least you tried, you know? At least you tried. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what it is. It, it is, at least you tried. What I want to talk about now, specifically, because, you know, music is not that thing. I just, there's a lot of things that um, I've written down in terms of... You guessed it, guys. Oh, ships? ships. No, hold, hold, the, hold the ship for a, minute, for a little moment. Don't let them go out the port first. The ship first. wants to dock, Tyson. No, I, I'm closing the gates. I need five minutes before I let the ships go. Okay. Okay. I hear the bomb sirens coming. I think mm. the Japanese is coming to bomb Pearl Harbor. <laughs> ships don't wait for anyone. So before we get into shipping, because my main gripe is not really with the music, but with the sound mixing of Damashi itself, because it really felt that like, like an amateur did the sound mixing of this. Like... I don't know what you guys. Tyson, I just question the, for for those who aren't familiar with these terms. Though, what exactly is sound mixing? Like, is it the sound effects or? Okay, so sound mixing is when you take a whole bunch of pieces of audio that are already recorded and you put them together into one track. And it's not only composed of that because on that process you can also add effects that make it sound like a particular way. For instance. The more elaborate tracks don't necessarily have to be that they actually did what was depicted in the sound. It's just a bunch of files thrown together and added effects to make a particular sound go a singular way. This process is also quintessential in post-processing because in sound mixing, you have meters that you have to look at and they can go over a certain threshold because you're going to get some clipping and that means that it's going to be ugly to listen to and it will damage headphones, it will damage eardrums, like... Well, to be honest, like, I really didn't notice, like, kind of like with the music, I didn't really notice, like, anything different because it was just generic. <laughs> it was like, I didn't really notice it. Yeah. No, but this is not. But this is not music that uh, that, that I'm specifically talking about. It's uh, it's about sound mixing, like the sound effects and all the other stuff that goes on in the background that is not necessarily music. You know, what I think it might be. It might be the fact that because JC staff tend to do a lot of romance animes, I don't think they've done. But they did sort out online. No, they didn't, didn't do sort out. That said... was A one. Sorry, I got oh, confused. Okay. Okay. But but they do stuff like Oremo, stuff like Toradora, stuff like Sakuraso. Which are all slice of life or, you know, romance animes. So what you're trying to say is that an anime like Damachi is way off base for what Jace's stuff yeah. usually does. Yeah, it's it's kind of like giving this to Kyoto Animation. Hmm. Do you see what I mean? It just doesn't seem like their style of things. I think completely JC staff. I'll be honest to say this, they're the wrong people for this anime. Possibly Madhouse or A1 would have done a better job at this. Probably, but at the moment, A1, like the brunt of A1 is busy with fairy tale. I don't know if they can take any more projects at this uh, at this time. Well, they, they done Sword Art, and I think coming from a team that's done Sword Art, they could, you know what I mean? Like, if they'd done Sword Art, they could probably do this really easily. Probably. But hey, the ones who won the contract say, went to JC stuff, hey, we got this project, you want to do it? I think uh, the main thing was, uh, you know what I think it is? I think it was like, you know what? Let's just give it to a lot of other companies and then see who does Hestia the best. And probably that's why JC won it. That's what I think. No, it, not, not necessarily because... It was a joke, Tyson. Um, okay. I was making a joke. It failed. <laughs> Leave me alone. 
You're not my real mom. Okay, so sound mixing. Um, I don't know if you guys heard the show with headphones, but when I did, I was like, who the hell mixed this? And especially at the at the explosion parts, like a golden rule of sound mixing is that you never let the master volume peak. And in every part of the explosions, it peak. Like, I felt like either the speakers were being raped or my ears were being raped every time an explosion occurred. R.I.P. headphone users. It was headphones and I didn't notice much. I usually hear it about uh, a third of the way in. Mm. And I I did notice that. I I noticed it as well, but I feel that it might have been, you never know, it might have been some sort of intern that was in charge of this. It felt like they give the, they gave this job to an amateur and basically it's shooing basic sound mixing principle. And the thing is, they they haven't really done action anime before, so I can understand why. No, no it's just that I think the the studio JC stuff commissioned to do this whole sound mixing thing. They're probably rookies, probably rookies to be to do so. You could say they're um, little rookies. Oh. Ho, ho. <laughs> Oh my god! I like no, I like that. <laughs> wait, wait, do, do we have like um? I don't have, I have a drum set. We need to do like the symbol crash. <laughs> um, but hang on, was it really that bad though? Because like, I mean, Joe and I, we aren't really that familiar with audio. We're by no means, you know, masters. Yeah, like, I really didn't pay attention. To it. Just pay attention to the actual show. I personally didn't notice it that much. I was also listening with headphones. Uh, maybe it's because I didn't have audio that loud. I only had it, had it on like at twenty percent. But I don't know. I, I just for someone who isn't that familiar with uh, working audio, I didn't find that the way the audio was mixed was so bad at the point where it stood stood out for me personally. That's one complaint that that, that I have. Uh, as for the music, I'm surprised to hear that you guys dislike the uh, the ending song. I actually like that one. I know it's not like I didn't dislike it. I just felt that it didn't suit the anime. I don't dislike the song. It's good. It, like, but like when you're using it as an ending for something that's supposed to be epic, it just doesn't fit. Mm-hmm. It, they should have switched the opening and ending. That's that's how, that, that, that's what they should have done. You think? No, I think they should have scrapped it together and then just done something awesome, like freeze opening. Freeze opening wasn't that great though. No, like, but it suited. It su- freeze opening suited this a lot more than this opening suited it. Opening was rock though. Rock would not go with this. I don't. Yeah, rock wouldn't go with this. Could... No, we're not. We're not talking about genre. We're talking about how it fitted the anime, like the overall picture, how it fitted in. I think what bitch is suggesting is not necessarily rock that that would fit Damashi, but maybe something different. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That even free, freeze opening would have been a better fit than what we had for Danmachi. You think some sort of pop music? No, possibly, but not not too bombastic. Just something normal. Not normal. I want something that will get me hyped. You know, sword. I'm going to compare it to sword up because that's what I'm going to do for for ending or opening for both. Sword up had. The, I think the opening was fine. I just the ending. No, I'm sorry. It it seemed like the problem with JC stuff is that because once again everything they do is romance anime. So, it but felt, then, bitch, this is sort of. It has a huge romance aspect to it. it yeah, no, but no, 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 no. I'm sorry. This felt like it was an opening to Toradora. And I love Toradora. Yeah, but, so. I mean, I disagree if you mean to say it needs an opening like Attack on Time. It's not. It's no, I, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that. Like no, no. I, th- you know, I think it needs something in between. I think this was too 
romantic and it was really i was like this anime is not necessarily about that you know if they were going to go for this they might as well got uh clarice to do the intro and outro you know like nisei koe or like orema or something because it felt like that and i felt disappointed with it I think the opening was decent. The ending, I, I skipped. I never listened to it at all. I hope you didn't skip all the way to the end of the video because, like, sometimes I'll have, like, those little, like, tidbits where, like, they'll just talk, like, reveal some, a little more about the plot. But if I'm going to, yeah, if I'm going to be marathoning it, I don't see the point in that, honestly. Yeah, exactly, because it's normally just saying this is next time on Dragon Ball Z. That's pretty much what it is. I meant, like, those little parts before, like, the, like, next time this. It's, like, sometimes they'll squeeze in, like, little parts of the plot. Kind of like with one, like one ending of the episode, it was um, Wolf talked to himself, like it was Wolf talking to himself inside a uh, Flory team, like the paradise. And it's just like, yeah, like he was just talking to himself. He, like, he talked about like, the weapon he got and like, like the message they got. I think the reason why I like the ending so much is that it's about it's pretty much how they use the trumpet in a seemingly rock a rock song. I thought like, I thought that was great. Do you like the the song itself or the way it fit into the anime? The um the the song itself. Okay, mm. that's fair enough. Okay, so I'm lowering the gate right now. Let's let the ships. Okay, out of the so port. I, okay, I really start, want to talk about this. I want this. I want oh yeah, you can start, Joe. You can start with your ships. We'll we'll judge you. I only have one because I didn't see much material here. Okay. Okay, I'd like to. Yeah, um, think outside the box, but all right. <laughs> I'd like to talk about her. Hermes and Asfi. Hermes and who? Sorry, Asfi. Uh, his, oh, his. That's, that's um, one of my ships actually on here. So okay, good, sh- good ship, good ship. Hermes such a perv though. No, he no. is ultimate perv. But that's what I love about him. Anyway, I'm, like, continue, Joe. Like messing with like Asfi. Like you sound like those parts where you're just patting her head. It's like, pop, pop, pop. It's just funny. Is that all you have to say about this ship? To be honest, like... like Let me teach you something about ships, Joe. Bish, not everyone's a professional sailor like you, okay? <laughs> Jeez. I've been, I've been doing this for about five years, guys. Hey, yeah, Get, hey, I go to hold, a hold your horses, Joe. Joe. You've got to forgive us landlubbers, okay? Right, just hold on Jeez. to something, Joe. Make sure you're holding on to your couch or something. First ship... This isn't much of a shipping anime, in my opinion, okay? Like, I don't have You can shipping. find ships anywhere, guys. <laughs> so, her- obviously, Hermes and Asfi, that's one. You've already mentioned that. Hermes and Hestia. Oh, Fuck no, no, no. no. Okay, that's, like, that's like pairing a pedo with a kid. What are you doing, bish? Guys. What yes. are you thinking? Why do you say that? No, no. Okay, let's let's have a vote, guys. Uh, vote to deny bish's ship. Ship in favor. You cannot deny my ships. All, all in favor? All in favor? Alright, you have my vote. Okay, okay. Maybe that ship wasn't that good, but I'll tell you another one. Wilf and Lily. Mm, I can see that I can see. And the reason I say that is because, you know, at first, you know, they were really skeptical of each other and, you know, the way he was giving her nicknames. He was calling her Little Shrimp and stuff. <laughs> and I was like, that's kind of cute, you know? She's 15, but that's still kind of cute and they can one day make babies the thing is i don't think uh lily would ever go for anyone except for her senpai but there's no senpais mentioned in this anime so you're wrong yeah but we know no, no, sorry we no, know no, no, no. That... there's no senpais no. this is what's upsetting about this anime no, but... bish bish it's clearly it's explicitly implied that lily sees bell as her senpai all right there's no question about it another ship that i want to mention is loki and eyes 
Oh, 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 no, I support the ship. Yes, Completely. yes, I support this. And the reason I say that is because, you know, Loki is fucking amazing. She's so funny. And she's going for that ass, too. <laughs> she's homing in on she, it, you know? She's, she's all about that ass, let's be honest. I found that kind of funny, to be honest. I was not expecting that. Right, yeah, I, I loved it. And especially when she was like, oh, she she wanted like to massage her. And she reminded me of, um, I forgot which anime it was. She, there's a character from an anime. There's always this one character that likes to touch up other characters. She reminds me of Katsuragi from um, Senran Kagura. Oh, the character likes to grope people. Loki is pretty much like that. But in this case, I don't find it creepy for, for whatever reason. I think it's like just because of Loki's personality. Yeah, because Loki, as a god, is Loki is a joker of gods, essentially. It's just a troll, basically. Yeah, it's that's not... what Loki's about. When when I first heard Loki, I was thinking Tom Hiddleston, and I was like, oh man, Loki. Yeah, but I was confused at first. I was like, wait, wait, this is Loki? Isn't Loki supposed to be male though? And I was like, ah. Oh. Well, technically, Loki also fucked a horse, but that's not there. I'm just saying. Oh. I don't think I, I don't think I didn't need to do that. I think I have another one. It's um Oka and Yamato. Mm, explain your reasoning. Well, yeah, well, first of all, they start out like in the same party, and like they usually like interact with each other. And it's, it's like she really cares about she really cares about Oka. Like she didn't. You saw like around the end, like when like the Goliath was attacking. Mm-hmm. It's like she really didn't want him to go. It's just like don't like don't leave me. Like I don't want you to die. Hang on. That was Yamato? Wasn't it the little shorts haired black girl? No, but wasn't there his, his, um, there was his, what's his, his companion? No, his, What was uh, the name of him? Uh, Oka. Oka. Oka Kashima. Yeah, Oka Kashima. But who's, who's that girl that he asked to give him his shield? Yeah, that was Yamato. But th- no, no, it wasn't Yamato. Yamato was the one with the, in the armor with the sword with the gravity thing, right? That wasn't Yamato. It was the short, the short girl. No, no, there's, the. I was I was wondering because like two characters look like there's two characters being confused with each other. Is this Shigusa by any chance? Either Chik yeah, either Chikusa or, or her. Because I I know for a fact that it was not Yamato who who um who gave who gave him the shield. Yeah, because she was busy fighting, right? Mm. Yamato, that's a that's a male's name. No, but no, but it, but it's a female. Yeah, I know, but I love. I think it's more like a reference than anything. I don't think it's meant to be a serious name because it's a reference to possibly samurai and um, stuff. But that because their god is a uh, Take Mikazuchi, who fun fact that is uh, Kanji's persona. Well, it's not. Well, we shouldn't like just think of it as Kanji's persona. It's actually like a like, according like to mythology. It's kind of like it's kind of like he's like it's supposed to be like a god. Like just like I thought of like the battleship Yamato and also um, Kantai Collection. <laughs> I'm sorry. Judge, I'm secretly judging you. What, what? Do you know what Kanta Collection is? Yeah. Just stop talking. Oh please. my god, Kevin. I don't even play. I don't. I haven't played it. Takami Kazuchi is a is a deity in Japanese mythology, considered a god of thunder and sword and sword god. Think so. He's pretty. Th- he's Thor, basically. Basically, <laughs> he's Thor, but he's not Chris. Not Chris Hemsworth at, at all. He's he's Japanese Thor. Sorry, ladies. Takami Kazuchi is sexy though. Did you just say Thor is sexy? He is. <laughs> He, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I wish I was Thor. Whether, wish whether I had a body like him. Or not, you have to admit, Chris. But come on, we admit that Tom Hiddleston is. is where yeah, because he's British. Guys, come on, so. he's the ultimate supervillain. Did, did you see him in the Jaguar but, adverts? But don't Brit people think that Aussies are more hot than we Brits, do? Though? But like, Tom Hiddleston is just perfect in every single way. I love him. All we need now is an Avengers reference. 
No, this is a Tom Hiddleston reference. He doesn't need to be in the Avengers. It's all we need. He wasn't even in the new Tom Hiddleston, Avengers. If you're listening to this, we love you and please sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> he's not gonna sponsor. What if he does? <laughs> what What if he's secretly a huge fan of anime and oh, our podcast? Man, I would just love that. To this Tom Hiddleston, he's, just, he's just writing a check right if you, now. If you want to no? come on the podcast, feel free. Come to my house. We'll record in my basement. <laughs> Okay, that, was, that, was, that um, is not reassuring at all. That's slightly creepy. I don't even ha- I don't have a basement, but I'll dig a basement just for Tom Hiddleston. Wait, wait, wait. do you not have a basement, or is it, do you not have basements in we, Britain? We do, but they're expensive, so people don't have them in their houses. Because in Florida, what I learned is that they don't have basements because they'll get flooded all the time, which is surprising. Usually, because of tornadoes, is why many even then, houses have basements. You know basements. what, T- Tom Hiddleston? We can go to the underground station, the tube, and we can chill. Talk about anime, talk about Loki, have a pizza together. But hang on, how are you supposed to have a basement in a cardboard box? I thought you lived in a cardboard no, box in the I live tube. in. I don't live in the cardboard box, I live inside the tube. So I'm always on the train. Oh. Even now, I'm, no, I'm only joking, I'm not on the train. That's an ongoing joke. So how does it work when the metro is not working? Like, they don't work 24-7. They, they are going to, they're going to. He sleeps on the tracks. No, I sleep <laughs> on the on the platform. <laughs> Guys, get this right. I sleep, or I stay in the depot, inside the train. Wow. Duh. What if Bish is one of those security guards that, or one of those um, booth clockers? He just stays there all night, just with his laptop at the station. Uh, what, what's his name anime, in anime. Um, Thomas the Tank Engine? What's his name? The controller. That's me. I haven't watched that in such a long time. Oh I don't God, really know who's who. His, I think his name is is his name Fat Controller or something like that. He's a chubby lad, and he controls all the trains. That's me, but homeless. Drive Podcast Kunai, the only podcast where you will go from Danmachi to Thomas the Tank Engine. I love Thomas the Tank Engine. That was a fucking amazing show. All I know about Thomas is that the narrator is Ringo Starr. That's all I know. Oh, no way. Yes. From Oh, my what? God. And Ringo Starr. From the what? Beatles. What? Oh, my Ray, God. Ringo Starr from the Beatles. He did narration for Thomas the Tank Engine. I can remember it now because Ringo Starr kind of sounds like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love Ringo. Wow. That's interesting. Okay, Kevin. Ships. Go. What's with that serious tone? Like, putting me in the hot seat. Jeez. Jeez. Aggressive ships. I'm an aggressive Sundere. Get your ships in. Okay. Yes and no, I didn't really think of this much. I, I think that the character, like, I mean, yes, the characters are, are decent in this anime, but they're not so well developed that I'd automatically ship people. I, I was, I think Eyes needs to be shipped to someone other than Loki. If Eyes were better developed, I would definitely ship her with um, Bella, because they're just an awesome combo. Except, for whatever reason, I'm kind of pissed that they, that they didn't show her with Bell in the last episode. It was kind of shit. Um, what else? I think we have to ship Wolf to someone. And not Lily. It's not Lily. Mm. I think I would definitely ship Wolf. With Bill? With... Hephaestus? Oh, oh, yes! Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I pulled that out of my ass! <laughs> no, no. Literally, my only reasoning is red hair and red hair. Okay, oh that's my the gosh. only reason I need. But um, I was about to say, um, Wolf and... Rio? Huh? Wolf and Rio. Uh, okay, the elf girl. Yes. Yes. And then, of course, I'd ship um, myself with, um... <laughs> what, what's her face? The maid. Um, her name... Seer. That's kind of yeah. I've never heard that anyone say that before. Yeah, I'll ship myself with the maid. 
Oh, okay, okay. Coming coming from the guy who ships himself with JC stuff, <laughs> you're shipping yourself with an entire company. I also ship myself with Nagisa, but what's that? Your business? You, 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 no, but you realize that. <laughs> hey, bitch, is, is monogamy or no? What's the term when you have lots of wives? Is that even legal in the UK? Like, no, it's, that, that's it's illegal. illegal. No, it's, that's no, illegal. But I'm not saying I'm getting married. Guys, guys, I have a very, have a very good reason for shipping wealth and Bell. All right, go ahead. So. Wolf's hair is red. Bell's hair is white. Both colors make the Japanese flag. The Japanese flag has four corners. <laughs> oh my god. Wait, it's corners. like orange, though. Illuminati confirms. <laughs> no, no, no. And after their, their child would be like Uka. Because, no, or Yamato. Because, you know, very honorable samurai. Why do you always do bad Japanese accents? And it's always so, like... I don't know. It, it, it reminds me of The Last Samurai with Tom Today Cruise. I learned Bish is professional Japanese. I am. Hey, give, give me a sentence in Japanese and I'll do it now. But I can only do it in a female accent. Oh boy. Because I'm secretly... JC staff, will you please notice me and take me out to dinner? No, give it to me in Japanese. Tell me in Japanese. How can I give it to you in Japanese? That sounds so wrong. Give it, give it to me in Japanese. Just bow down and give it to me. Oh yeah. No, that's creepy, man. He's he's young. Kevin, it's alright. Maybe when you're, like, five years older, our love can blossom. Wow. <laughs> wow. Just an awkward silence on the podcast. Wow. It was awkward because it was true. I was just trying to confirm the Illuminati, then we got this far. It's fine. Joe? Wait, Joe? wait. Bish is the Illuminati. I am. It confirmed. That's completely confirmed. That's why I wasn't talking during the whole Illuminati thing, because I didn't want people to know my affiliation. Alright, so ships. I've already said my ship, so we have you're the only person that hasn't talked about ships, Tyson. For once Tyson actually has a ship. Yes, I actually have a ship. On the anime that is pretty much pointless to have ships on. You want me to say the ships or I, I wouldn't or... I wouldn't say it's pointless because it is a hair matter, so I I think that they did want you to, to have ships, although I I, I don't think anybody asks for the ships. I think they just create themselves. <laughs> No, but it's like in a hair. One does not simply not have ships in a hair man. In a hair man, I mean, I like, like, that, I like that meme reference. But one it's true. does not it's true. enter Mordor. Okay, ships. Walk into Mordor. Jeez, um, I am, shut the fuck up, I am, Kevin. I... <laughs> Uncultured swine. I don't watch Lord of the Rings, man. I'm sorry. How can you be British and not watch Lord of the Rings? What is this? Hand over your gentleman card now, You've sir. You've already taken that from me from like the third episode. <laughs> I'm taking it again. <laughs> You're now demoted to American. No. <laughs> That's how you are. No. So I've skipped Canadian altogether and gone straight to American. I just you went straight to American if you're not watching Lord of the Rings. Congratulations, you've achieved American status. Let's go to Five Guys. Oh, Five Guys is so expensive here. It's like fifteen pounds for oh, a burger. Five Guys is so good though. Their burgers are like amazing. Do you know how expensive that is? That's like thirty dollars for a burger. Oh, what those wrong? I spend like ten dollars on like an entire meal. Yeah, yeah. Over here, if you want to buy a burger, it's like fifteen pounds, which is thirty American dollars. Wow, that that's restaurant price. I can hear the Texans just screaming Whataburger at the top of their lungs right now because that's what that's all Texans talk about is Whataburger, and I want to go to Texas and eat there now because apparently it's freaking amazing. And another thing is, what is up with Chipotle? Chipotle is fucking amazing. It's like it's disgusting. It's fucking amazing. It's like I've tried it here and it fit. I, I don't know why it's so soggy, and it's like I feel like someone spat into my food. And the thing is, I can tell they didn't because I can see them making it. Fish, it's fish. just it, it. 
bitch. Yeah. You're fired. I, I can't be fired from- You can't fire him. Yeah, Joe. He's your CEO. Come on. But it felt- I f- Did you not know that? I I would take over the podcast. Yeah, let's we'll take over the podcast. We're going to go towards a bright future, everybody. No, Bish is executive senpai of Gerlach Podcast. Exactly. This See, this been- is why Kevin's my second-hand man. Oh, oh, I'm putting on the constitution. You heard it. You heard it. Joe, we need to work together to be able to oust these two from the podcast. Because Tyson always wanted to kick me yes. off from the beginning. He said he was going to kick Tyson? me off my throne. Tyson, we're going to let him do that. We're going to create our own podcast. We're going to create Gal Kunai Food Edition. Food Edition? He knows about the joke. That was one of our jokes. See, even Joe subconsciously references welcome, one of our jokes. That's how the team, Joe. good the chemistry is. We brainwash you well. <laughs> See, Bish, I, I told you this would happen. I knew it was going to be like this... Commonwealth versus Merck. I know. We have I to knew stick it. together, man. You're playing against me. You're basically playing against the U.S. Hope you're ready. No, you're you're playing against. We're playing against Canada's pants. That's what we're playing against. <laughs> Canada's pants. <laughs> Does Canada have a big dick well, or something? Like, I don't understand. Just, yeah, that, that's Florida. That's what Florida is. <laughs> you know, m- maybe like the Caribbean and Puerto Rico is just the jizz. I don't know. You tell me. Well, maybe maybe our interpretation of the world is wrong and like the world's actually upside down. What the fuck is that supposed? To, wait, what is that supposed to mean? What is that supposed to mean, Joe? Maybe, maybe you're the, maybe you're in the jizz. <laughs> no, how how does that make sense? Because you have no penis. Florida is a penis. I mean, they're just that, that's just Canada doing a handstand. Then. <laughs> okay. You know, I think America sometimes it's it's kind of like an obese man that can't see his own wang. I'm, I'm quoting that shit. I'm quoting that shit right America's now. America's that big sometimes. They're like, in 30 years, they're going to have a, a bronze statue of Bish erected in Times Square. And it's going to be like, America is a fat man that can't see his own wing. It's going to be engraved in bronze. Okay. Can I look like, you know, the, the statue of David? Can I be like that? But have like a massive dick? No, no, we're going to fucking... Just, Carve a giant penis into the side of the Mount Rushmore now. Yeah, okay? yeah. <laughs> we're gonna carve a raging bone. We're just gonna carve a giant raging boner for all the presidents on Mount Rushmore. Isn't this like blasphemous to Americans or something? You guys are way too much. What, Tyson? You you're on kunai. There there are no. I don't know. I think we, this we... could be in the blooper reel for sure. No, this no, has like, to be part no, podcast. No, this is podcast. This is podcast. This is podcast. No way. No way this is being, this is being sidetracked into the blooper Yeah, this is, no, this is too important to be a blooper reel. Alright, so ships. I have a few, and I'm normally the one who's opposed to shipping because I don't see the point, but I actually managed to find a minimum two, two ships that I would totally roll with. The first one would be Hephaestus and Hestia. I will ship them both. What? What? Why? Ex- explain yeah, please yourself. Please explain then. yourself. <laughs> because Pestia as a worker for Hephaestus for paying off Bell's dagger, I think they made a little relationship there. What, what kind of worker are we talking about here? It's not sex worker, by the way. Oh. But she does odd jobs for Hephaestus to as a way to pay off her debt for making the knife for a bell. Oh my god. And Guys. I think there's a little chemistry there. I can totally see them two together. Tyson, you just gave me an idea. You know how we were talking about like Hermes being a troll and stuff? Mm-hmm. I can totally picture Loki and Hephaestus. I can totally picture that. 
Why? Because because they have they both have because uh... they're just troublemakers. They just enjoy trolling people. But I don't think Hephaestus is a troll. Yeah, I don't think not Hephaest- not not Hephaestus. Sorry, Loki and um, Hermes. Sorry. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, yeah, Hermes. Loki and Hermes. That's what I Hermes is a troll, definitely. They'd be like the ultimate troll pair. And at first, I thought Hermes was sent by this mystery woman that thought I thought it was Freya. Yeah, but no, lol, nope, it wasn't Freya. Um, is Freya the woman that's referenced that she wants to play with Belle or something? Is that her? Yeah, she's the goddess of beauty. That was that was mentioned at the beginning and is never seen again. Yeah, I kind of I kind of missed that conversation, but okay. But Hephaestus and Hestia, I would totally ship them both. I would be okay with that ship, and because I'm boring, Ice and Belle, I could totally see them two together. Well, hey, I I, I suggest that too. I mean, unfortunately. I find Eyes is underdeveloped in the first season. I hope that they change that if there's a second season. But I mean, yeah, I could totally picture them together. I mean, they they already have chemistry, you know, between them. So no, the thing about Eyes is that she's such a she's a klutz, and I kind of like that about her. How she a klutz though? She how she a klutz? Wait, did I use the wrong word again? Because you use klutz to describe um that one girl from K on what's her face. Let me just look up the definition. Bish, Bish, we need your Kaon expertise. Oh, um, I think you said it to Asusa. Or was it Asusa? No, Yui. Y- Yui, yeah. Okay, for reference, klutz means a clumsy, awkward, or foolish person. And I do think that eyes fits the clumsy part of it. And I don't know why, but, but it's endearing when she has that trait. I don't know. But I totally see them together. I would totally be okay with it with that. But how is she a klutz though? I don't remember her being that much of a klutz. To be honest, I, I thought she was like this ultimate badass. She is a badass, but I mean, how can I explain it? Like there are parts in which she just acts absent-minded, I suppose. Well, that's just her being an airhead. Then is airhead the better word? Then yeah, airhead. Then airhead. Hang on, Belle did say that she was an airhead, right? Yeah, he, Belle literally said in the anime that. Um, she was an airhead. It's probably an issue of me using the wrong word. I'm sorry. Like, English is not my first language, so there's a lot of improper English usage for me. Basically, she was, like, empty-minded. Like, it's kind of like that. She was an airhead. I mean, I wouldn't say she's dumb, but... She's not dumb, but... She's, like, carefree. Like, smart, but carefree. Mm, Do you know who she reminds me of? This is something I wrote down here. She reminds me of Shiro from um, Sakura-so. Be- oh, bear in mind, you, this is. A- wait, are you talking about the like little girl? I think it was like someone. Have you seen Sakura? So I, I, I remember seeing like there's one girl like, but like I, I watched like I watched like a little bit of it a while ago. I think I watched like the main, the main character that's the painter. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, like the white haired girl. Bear in mind, this is also a JC Staff anime, and I bet you, they. I'll check it now. I bet you they have the same voice actors, and they have the same character, almost the same character design. I think I know. I, I think I, I definitely know what you're talking about. Like, I just... Yeah, like, she she has white hair, doesn't she? No, she has blonde hair. They look physically alike, and I'll check who their voice actor is. Yeah, I can see that. Like, it's kind of like... I think they have the same voice actor as well. Saori Onishi is the voice actor for Ice. Alright, and can you see what other stuff she's done? Yes, I can. Let me... Uh, give me a moment. If The name of the anime is Sakura Soul. Mm-hmm. Sakura Soul no pet. Um, no, the if the only thing I see with S is Saikano, Sakura So No Pet. Ah, okay, this is the one, right? Sakura So No Pet. Yeah, Nakanojo. and who did she play? Who did she play as? Shiho Fukaya. Oh, she plays Shiho. 
Hmm. I'm surprised actually. She plays a completely different character that I think she would have played. But fair enough. But she's still in Sakura, so. The thing is, I think that JC staff went with voice actors they knew. It's all other voice actors that have been in pretty much every one of their animes. It is one of the criteria <clears throat> when directors are choosing voice actors for uh, for their show. And usually, and usually one of the criteria is how well-known are they. Um, again, something I learned from Chirobako, but maybe some other day. All right, so those are pretty much my ships. Um, should we wrap this up then? I think we should. So next episode, I'm going to announce it. Next episode will be about Baka and Test, otherwise known as Baka to Test in Japan. It's an anime about school, so it's slice of life, but it's kind of odd in the sense that they battle. And you'll understand what I mean. They battle for grades. So if you win... Battle for grades? Yes. Wait, is this like... um? What's that one movie I'm thinking of right now? Um, hang on, I have it. Battle Royale. That was what I was thinking of when you mentioned school and battling. Lol. You've watched that, right? It's, it's like it's what the Hunger Games is basically Battle Royale. I know what you're talking about, but it's how how it works is that um, these kids have their own avatars, and the their the way they battle, they fight with their avatars, and the avatars is based on how good their point averages in that subject. Um, <laughs> So if you do shit, you go to class F and class F has like really shitty tables. They have to work on the floor. And then you go to class A, which is like a mansion. It depends on your grade. If people from class F beat class D, then they swap classrooms. Or people from class F beat class A, then they swap classrooms. So it's basically a monarch. Kind of, yeah. It's great. And it's it's a really interesting anime. It's, it's mainly comedy. There is obviously romance bits. And it is quite old as well. So it's not a new anime by far. Yeah. So this is, it's, to be honest, it's one of my favorites. I say this because it's completely hilarious. I actually watched this one straight after Haganai when I was watching, when I was, you know, first into anime and it was, it's a cool anime. That's all I'm going to say. And yeah, hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. Woo! So next episode is going to be Baka and Test. Thank you for listening. You can always reach us out to the Galp Knai Twitter at G-A-L-P Knai. Or you can obviously um, talk to us individually. Remember, guys, my Twitter page is um, at the Tempest Phoenix. <laughs> you what, mate? And make, make sure you capitalize all the letters. No, 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 all no, no. Just no, no, no. the first just, letter just of each word. No, no, no. No, bitch, I feel violated. I feel violated. No, <laughs> you will not defile my I'm only joking. My, uh, my uh, handle. And Phoenix is F-E. That's not how you spell Phoenix, though. Are you it trying to spell fit. it like... Character are you, limits. Are you trying to spell Character it like Adam, Fe- Adam Phoenix from Gears of War? Marcus Phoenix. Well, Adam Phoenix is his dad, so... Oh, but the most recognizable character is Marcus, so... Well, they're part of the same family. They have the same surname, all right? You can contact us by email. You just need to send us an email at glap dot p e a at gmail.com and they will send it to the relevant person which in most cases is me because i've i've been getting i've been getting a lot of emails when i've been saying my emails out loud on the podcast mine is kibo gamer it would it's spelled k i b o u and then gamer and my twitter page is uh, at kanae underscore that's k a n a y e underscore not Kanye. Not to be confused yeah. with Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, don't, don't follow Kanye, boys. Just follow, follow me on Twitter.
That's one more episode of Get a Life Podcast Kunai on the bag. Goodbye, guys. So thank you so much for watching, guys. See ya. It's not watching, it's listening. Penis. Oh, okay, I'm sorry, mother. <laughs> listening. Hail <laughs> spell check. Hey <laughs> guys. Spell check. I love you guys. Love you too. You guys are all awesome. Stay sexy. Kevin thought that Dumbashi was a harem, and I'm like, what? A harem? It, it, it wasn't a big harem, but it was still a harem. You can't, you can't look at me with a straight face, Tyson, and say, Danachi was not a harem. No! What the yes! hell? What? Tyson, your what? dreams will be crushed what whether you like what it or not. What the hell are you two going on about? I have to say there was no senpai ship at all in this anime, and I'm disappointed. Oh my, what the hell? No. No, did you, no I did I not was, hear Senpai once. No, but I was, I was literally... Because it's not a high school anime. I got anime. pissed off at Lily at some point because she was fucking... What was that guy from Free? That with, with the... I he was like... She's I, I Yeah, she was like... But she's so cute. Bessima, Bessima, Bessima. I was like, shut the fuck up. Ah. There's some. There's something about it. It's because you know her. You know her bag. It's. I'm. I'm very attracted to the bag that she has on her back. I don't know what's inside it. You actually, never actually see what's inside it. But I have a feeling it's muffins and Nutella. That's. That's my feeling. So, okay, so what you want to. So you want to know is that if you could fit in the bag and you could be something like. A, I can live uh, in the bag. Um, uh, instead of staying on the streets or in the what's it called the tubes, I can live in that bag. Wasn't it my turn to say the disclaimer right now? And I'm, I'm. No, I, seeing... I don't think Joe should know because if Joe's. I've gonna... never done it before, though. I don't you think... have done it before. Don't lie to yourself. I've done it once. I, I know that Tyson's you done, done it on the, once. You've done it on the Denki Guy episode that never aired. How's that feel? Yeah, exactly. So How's it's that feel? Fair that I get this. <laughs> no, you don't get this one. No, that's because like, I, I did it, but you, you guys cock blocked me. That's yeah, we, we cock blocked you. I got cock blocked. You weren't going to get anything from it it's not like doing this disclaimer is going to get you laid so we didn't <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, so th- you think that this is going to get you laid huh? you think yeah that no no that's why i'm doing it because i secretly i secretly know i secretly know that this thing is actually what gets me laid that's why tyson does it all the time because he knows he knows the secrets tyson's getting all the ladies now you know that skype just has a history of just Hating our podcast, they it just does. do not I, want us could, to record we could episodes. Use, we could use the Google thing and then still no, record. No, fuck that. No, no, that. Oh, the why? Because you, you have your Google that. Chrome laptop thingy. That's complete bullshit. Why the hell did you buy that? Waste of money. Oh, I'm making. I'm, oh, a mom joke. I think Joe's gonna fit right into this podcast. What did Joe say? I heard him say that's what she said, and I'm and I'm like, I took like five seconds to process. Oh, a mom joke. I don't get it. Oh, I don't understand. It, was... it was a mom joke. What, that's what she's... Never mind. Never mind, bitch. This is one moment, I swear to God. Um, this... I, I, I opened a door for three people and got five thank yous. So, so who said thank you twice? I don't know. But <laughs> did. I, got an, I got an email saying that Get Life Podcast blog is about five years old. And I'm like, what the fuck? Your baby's five years old now. It's been five years? So you're a loving like an, parent of I'm, a, I'm a, a loving parent of five podcasts. Um, five podcasts. Wow. Yeah. But I mean, technically, technically, it's more like you you're only the parent of two, and then you're like the surrogate father of the rest of them. Yeah, it's pretty together. much. <laughs> I'm paying child support, and I'm like, fuck, yeah, man, I don't want to do this. After the birth, you're like, fuck this, I'm out. <laughs> okay, get ready. <laughs>
Okay. One, two. <laughs> Deal with it. Shut the fuck up, Kevin! <laughs> <laughs>